Happy Monday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Hope you're ready to have an amazing week. Well, you'll never believe it. Last week, we had Sandra on from Melbourne, Australia. And this week, we sit down with listener Melissa to talk about her amazing Walt Disney World and Disney Cruise Line vacation. And guess where she's from? How about Brisbane, Australia? That's right. Back-to-back Aussie weeks here on the Be Our Guest podcast. We talked to Melissa about her time down at Walt Disney World just last month. She went with her family, her husband, and her son, and they spent three weeks in the United States. They spent a week up in the Smoky Mountains. We talked just for a few minutes about some time up in Gatlinburg. Then we talk about her time at Walt Disney World, staying at Pop Century, Port Orleans, Riverside, and Caribbean Beach. She also went on a Disney Wish Cruise there in the middle, so we talk about that as well. Great restaurant reviews. We talk about using Genie Plus. First-time experiences, restaurant reviews, places like Space 220, Skipper Canteen. Just a lot of fun Disney talk from a very different perspective. Here to get your Monday started. Really hope you enjoyed today's show. As always, don't forget our podcast is brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to help you plan your next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip. All you need to do is swing by the website, themagicforless.com today. Fill out that free, no obligation quote form, and an agent will get back to you right away. And don't forget, those 2024 Walt Disney World vacation packages go live on May 31st, so nine short days, and we can book your 2024 vacation. So check them out over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. One extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. It's the easiest way to support the show. Just click through beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And also, become a Patreon supporter of the show. That's another way you can support us and get some extra content in your week. Our Patreon supporters get a bonus show on Tuesdays called Mike in the Midwest. So come on over, over to patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2290 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Monday to you. Hope you had a great weekend and we're glad that you're here to kick off another work week and that final stretch run for everybody in education, whether you're behind the desk or on the learning side of the desk, we're going to make it to the end of the school year and summer is a calling Memorial Day weekend this coming weekend. So make it there. The unofficial start to summer and uh, a lot of us have summer vacations. So we are counting down to that. But today, this is what are the chances I'm going to call Lannis Morissette because this is the definition of irony because we have gone a decade without having an Australian guest come on the show because logistics, right? I mean, other side of the world, time zone differences, international datelines, all that kind of stuff. And we're going back to back with Australian listeners today. If you remember, we had Sandra from Melbourne last Monday, and today we're connecting with another listener of the show. Melissa down in Brisbane, Australia, to talk about her epic trip with her family just last month. So, Melissa, thanks for joining us today, and you're a day ahead of me. So, I hope that my tomorrow is awesome. Thanks for coming on the show. How you doing? 
Good. Thank you. I appreciate Very excited it. Excited to be uh, here. I appreciate the, again the logistics of all this because I'm recording at our normal time on a Wednesday evening as we do for the Monday shows, and you're up, you know, not super early, but it's a Thursday morning where you are. So thanks for taking the time mm -hmm. and rearranging your schedule. That that's pretty cool. No worries. So let, let's get into this. Like I, I'm curious because I asked Sandra this last week, and I'm going to ask you kind of the same question. What's it like being a Disney fan so far from, you know, the, you know, I consider Disney to be an American phenomenon, but I guess it's a worldwide phenomenon. You know, Disney, California, you know, you think of Los Angeles where he had the studios and you got Walt Disney World in Florida. But what's it like being a Disney fan in Australia and, and how did your connection to the company and how did you become such a big fan? Well, it's definitely different here. We don't quite have the <laughs> the following. Um, yeah, people don't quite, if they're not a Disney fan, don't quite understand our excitement or why we go back so often. Um, but yeah, there's definitely a Disney presence here and it's getting bigger, especially we've had a lot of those Disney 100 stalls popping up in some of the shopping centers. So that's been exciting. <laughs> And we have the Disney on Ice come here and some of the Disney musicals are always popular. That's interesting because I've always wondered that, like if the Disney on Ice comes like worldwide and I guess mm -hmm. it's like Frozen, the show will come and yes. play your, your ice palaces and ice rinks. And stuff. That's, <laughs> I, I know today I had to run to the to the grocery store um, just to pick up some I know, super exciting to get turkey because we were out. And as soon as I walked in, there was a big display for like this Disney 100 cereal boxes. And there's there's a couple different kinds. Oh, wow. I mean, I guess I guess that kind of stuff markets probably worldwide. Maybe you guys get that kind of stuff, too, down there. I don't know that we will get it on our cereal. Um, it'll be more like just the souvenirs and the little pop up stores. But cool. Well, what, yeah. so how, how did you become a Disney fan personally though? Like what was your like earliest connection? And I mean, Sandra last, <laughs> I was kind of jealous. Like Sandra was in Australia, oh, but <laughs> she had gone more than I had. And like, I'm like, what's going on here? I, you know, I'm way closer and she has way more trips to Walt Disney world and the Disney parks than I did when I was a kid. So tell us your backstory. Okay. So I guess growing up Disneyland was like a, a fantasy <laughs> this mm -hmm. place you imagine but you know you would probably never be able to go um but in 1996 my father-in-law took the whole family so there was nine adults and six grandchildren uh, brought us all over to the us and we did um disneyland and disney world my eldest was only 11 months old at the time uh so she obviously has no memory of it and we just loved it and while we were there it i just decided there and then it was going to be my life goal to one day bring my kids back when they were when they were older and it took us a long time it wasn't until the girls were 17 and 15 and my son was five that we were finally able to do it and decided right let's just do it before they don't want to travel with us right. anymore. <laughs> I, know that. <laughs> I know that feeling. That's exactly right. Yes. So, yeah. So off we all went and we did Disney World. We did a couple of weeks in Disney World, stayed at um, Art of Animation, was, which was quite new at the time. Um, and we just loved it. Um, we stopped at um, Disney California on the way back and did that. And then in 2015, 
we came back again with my sister-in-law and her children. So all the cousins that originally did the trip back in 1996 all did it together as adults cool. many years later. That's cool. Yeah, that was, it was really cool. <laughs> That's really cool. Oh my gosh. And wow. I mean, cause the whole crew got was, back together. That's, that's, and see how things change yeah. and, how, and how people change and to reminisce and to come, exactly. I mean, to come for, some yeah. far, for so far away. That's awesome. Trying to replicate all those photos. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Cause, yeah. Cause we've done that with Paige. Like the first time we went to pop century and now that she, we went back, uh, like when she was 24 and did the same pose. You know, with her little pouty yeah. face when she was seven. Now she's, you know, 24. Yeah. Those, <laughs> are, the those are the best pictures, though. You know? Oh, I love yes. I love it. I love that. So <laughs> let me ask you this. We got so much to talk about. I want to try to get it all in. It's it's like an impossible task with as much as you guys <laughs> did. But let me ask, because, again, I talked to Sandra about this, and I want to get your thoughts, because I, I got a lot of feedback last week about this part of the show, and it's the logistics of just traveling literally from one mm -hmm. side of the planet to the other to get this done. Now, she came as a solo traveler. You came with your family. So what would you tell people as far as, you know, flying that far, planning to get there, packing? I mean, because you got a lot of considerations that we don't have. Like, I, you know, I fly Southwest and I'm down there in two hours and 20 minutes. And, you know, it's, <laughs> it's not a big deal. You know, and there's eight flights from yeah. my home airport to Orlando every day. So what did you learn and what have you learned with such long travel in making it comfortable and just as pleasant as it can be for, for your family? Uh, definitely planning some kind of break in between getting to LAX and then over to Florida. The um, flights tend to get in very early in the morning into LAX. Um, so in the past, we've, um, we'd fly in and then we'd find a day hotel to rest because usually the flight over to Florida wouldn't be till later in the afternoon. But this time it was quite different. We didn't land until 6 p.m. into LAX. And I thought, oh, this is perfect. We don't have to keep ourselves awake. We can get to the hotel, have some dinner, get a good night's sleep and be ready to go. Um, but it didn't quite work out that way, I think, because we you know, don't sleep a lot on the plane, but you still do sleep. And then we got there, went to the hotel, went to bed, and then 3 a.m. we're all wide awake, <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> I can't imagine because your your clock has to be so screwed up at that point. Oh, for sure. It, it took me days to sleep past 3 a.m. It just. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I'll, I'll tell you what, you know, because I'd never gone to California before, you know, for any like flown there ever. And that's only a two time zone change. No, Dude, I was messed up. I was calling home and I'm thinking, why are you guys going to bed already? You know, or like, why are you, know, I'm good. Yeah. I was screwed two time zones. You're like, you're such a wimp. Like you're on the other. I can't imagine. I, it, it would destroy me. Yes. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay. So, but anything like as far as, because you guys were there for three weeks. You came to the States for three weeks. We mm -hmm. kind of talked, you know, before we start recording, we're going to talk about the Disney stuff because you did Walt Disney World. You did, you did, you sailed on the Disney Wish, which is going to be super, uh, you know, important for our listeners. But you also went and kind of did some Appalachia stuff. You went up to Gatlinburg, um, the Dollywood yes. area, stuff like that. So you had, you had to have packed enough for three weeks. So what was it like as far as the logistics of just getting everything you needed and, and all that there and back? 
Uh, it's just a, it's a lot of planning, a lot of forward thinking. Okay, what are we going to need? What's the least we can pack so that we can bring stuff back with us? Yeah, right. Um, um, we're lucky. The previous times we've travelled, it's been winter over there, so we found this time so much easier as we just packed a jacket for while we're up in the Smoky Mountains, and then we didn't need it again. So we weren't packing layers upon layers of clothes. Um, so we're able to go over a lot lighter and then buy more suitcases over there to come back. That's a good tip. That's a good tip. <laughs> I had to do that one time in a media event. They get like my first one, I went and they gave us a bunch of swag. I'm like, I, I don't have any room for this stuff. So I had to buy my wife's souvenir was a, was a, like, I don't know. It wasn't coach or something. It was some, I forgot what they were selling. It was at the gift shop at boardwalk. But it was like a $89 little duffel bag, and she got the bag. That was her souvenir. <laughs> the little Disney print on it. I was like, by the way, this bag that I had to use to get the stuff home, that's your souvenir for the trip. It was, it was cute. <laughs> I was practical. Um, okay, let me ask. So real quick, before we get into the Disney stuff, though, what did you like? What was maybe the highlight of your trip outside of anything Disney that you saw? Maybe going into the Smokies or something. Was there anything that like you want to mention that you really liked about the States outside of Disney stuff? Uh, yeah, we did really like it up in the Smoky Mountains. It was it was beautiful up there. Um, I guess trying to see a bear is something that's very exciting for us. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you want to see it, but at a decent distance. And you don't want to be the slowest yes. runner. You also want to be not the slowest runner. I mean, you don't have to be the fastest, but not the slowest. That's a trick. Yes. <laughs> um, we, we, we seen one from the um, like the, the chairlift. So that, that was a nice thing. Good idea. <laughs> I went to, so I went like right out of college, we did a road trip one year to Yellowstone and one year to Yosemite, these two national parks. Oh, wow. And we yep. did some, we did some hiking and I was always scared to death. I was going to see a bear because I was the slowest at the time. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> we were not on the chairlift. We were on the ground. And if those they always told us, I mean, there were signs everywhere. And I was like, if a bear comes out, I'm just a goner. Cause like, you know, I'm a big, at the time I was a lot heavier. I was like, I'm just like, I'm like a week's worth of food. <laughs> this, they're going to see me and be like, this guy's bonus. They're, they're, we're going after him. Anyway, so, okay, the Smokies are awesome. I've, I've only been to, to the University of Tennessee for a football game, which my Tigers defeated the uh, Vols, which was awesome. But we won't talk about that right now. Um, but let's talk about Disney because that's why we're here. One other thing I'd ask you, though, I keep saying this. Sandra loved the outlet malls. She loved shopping in mm -hmm. the States. Is, was that a thing for you and your family or was that just Sandra? Oh, no, definitely. We always <laughs> slot in an outlet shopping day. <laughs> That's why we were late getting to Disney on our check-in day because I spent too long at the outlet mall. You guys can have the outlet malls because I can't, I can't <laughs> do them. I, I, Scott and I tried. We we're like, we're going to save so much money. I just, I couldn't. <laughs> I, I'm not a shopper. I am not a shopper. Okay, so... Let's talk about your trip. So where did you stay and just kind of walk us through like arrival and, and how you decided to pick where you stayed? Why'd you pick your, uh, your destination? Okay. So we started with pop century. I uh, picked that, uh, mainly because I wanted to try the Skyliner, which was totally new for us. Um, wasn't there last time we went. Um, and then we moved on to Caribbean beach and then ended up at Port Orleans. So wanted to try some of the different resorts we hadn't been to experience something different. 
So out of those three, which one did you do? You, I mean, Skyliner is awesome. I mean, we can probably all agree oh. on that. It's <laughs> they mm. need that. They need that thing everywhere. It's so efficient. Yes. Yes, <laughs> just, for sure. It's great. I mean, I, I don't mind riding the buses, to be honest. But I mean, the Skyliner is just it's like, you know, it's like an Omnimover. It's like the Haunted Mansion or, you know, it's just it's, you don't have to wait. You just boom, you're on it where it's, you need to go. Yeah, it walks straight on, straight off. And it's just, I don't know, it's just beautiful. Like I found myself just sitting there watching it when I was in the resorts. And yes, yeah. yeah. And I, I recorded a lot of it inside and I play it back now. <laughs> do you remember <laughs> listening to the words? True Disney fan. That is exactly, you know how many of us <laughs> do that stuff? You are among friends here. Now that is perfect because we all do that stuff. I'll tell you, one of the best places to watch, just kind of watch the Skyliner is like an aesthetic kinetic kind of thing is get get something to eat at Caribbean Beach at the counter service place and just kind of sit out in that outdoor area by the water and just look across the water there and you can see the Skyliners going yes. kind of with the Riviera there on the right. Oh, I've oh. done that many times for breakfast. I just That's the best way to start a day. It's great. Yes. We sat there at the um, little bar next to Sebastian's. I can't remember what it was called. Oh, the uh, sat there having yeah, banana, a drink. Yeah, Banana Cabana, I think. Yeah. That's it. Yes. Sat there having a cocktail, just staring across the water, watching the skyline, and I just could have, <laughs> could have stayed there all day. It was just <laughs> challenge. Accepted. It's so relaxing, just. And then being up in the skyline, it's such a different perspective. Having only ever stayed, like you know, at All Stars and used the buses, everything always seemed so like far away and distant. Even though you knew you were in the Disney bubble, but when you get above it and see it all like how close everything is mm -hmm. and where it was just totally different experience loved it i totally agree especially when you're going to epcot you're like wait a second oh yes like, i didn't know the back of world showcase like butted right up against this road you know you think you think I epcot's know. like way over there and you know you could throw yes. a rock and hit the back of american adventure <laughs> it's right behind the gas station you know, you don't, you don't realize that stuff. It kind of gives away some secrets, but yeah, it is <laughs> super, super and the interesting. Boardwalk. Yeah, the boardwalk, right. You're right. You're right there. It's, uh, it I'd is never, little, we'd never uh, been there. I knew it existed, but I could never wrap my head around where it was or how you'd get there. And it was so easy. <laughs> exactly. Got on the skyline. <laughs> and Swansea Searcher, who is joining us here uh, via YouTube uh, as we're recording live, says the Skyliner jingle is his notification sound on his phone. So see. Oh. You're among friends. I'm telling you, mine is the oh, monorail good. chime. So when I get a text, it's the monorail chime. It's the, ding -dong, oh. you know, and the doors click open. So we all, yep. yeah, I'm telling you what, man, if we were like at a convention and somebody started notifying or texting each other, it'd be like, you know, it'd be the, you know, the <laughs> monorails, skyliners, buses, boats, whatever. Anyway, well, out of those three hotels though, which one did you prefer? River, uh, Port Orleans, uh, Caribbean Beach, Pop. I mean, if you had to pick one, anything surprise you about them? Just kind of real quick. Oh, I, I love the convenience and the skyline of the other two, but Port Orleans was just beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's just a, a totally different feeling. I don't know that I'd stay there if I was park focused because obviously it's quite a big resort, lots of buses, bus stops, um, and the bus is the only way. Um, you just sort of felt further away there though i did love that you could just get on the boat and go down to disney springs um yep yeah it, it, yeah, yeah that, 
I always say that that those two resorts are like walking through a postcard. It's that beautiful. They are. <laughs> so, and the horse and carriage walks past and you're like, what? Like, yeah. it's just. And especially Beautiful. like at, at dusk and you hear, what I like is just hearing the clip-clop yes. of the horses. You know, you hear clip-clop, yes. clip-clop, clip, and then you see it and it's like, you know, the little path winds because it's, it's, it goes uh, up and down and it curves and you got those bridges over the wall. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, you're, you're right though. I mean, the buses aren't perfect over there because at Riverside you got the four stops. I mean, that's not ideal, but it is, you know, it's a good trade-off. It's, it's such a chill place when you're there. Oh, great resort. Oh. I could be there right now. I yeah, could, I, beautiful. I, I, could I could just, you could just go stay there and not do anything else. <laughs> so, and apart from eating Nikki beignets. <laughs> oh, for real. Oh my gosh. I've had my share of those. I do not need those right now, but I could use some right now. Okay. So let's Ooh, talk about yes. your, your time in the park. So you get there, you kind of get settled because we've got a lot to talk about. Let's just talk. Let's just talk generality. So highlights mm -hmm. of your theme park time looks like on tuesday the 18th of last month because you were just there last month we didn't talk about and tell us about your family dynamic like who was with you just so we can kind of get a some basis here. okay so it was myself and my husband and my 16 year old son so my two daughters weren't able to come with us this time uh so it was a very different experience not having them there um, they're the ones that will cry with me when we walk into Main Street for the first time or Good kids. hear Beauty and the Beast playing in the in the store or at the fireworks um, where the boys aren't quite like that. True. Um, yeah, so it was the three of us. So uh, very different and after having travelled in big groups before, um, it's not the same having every, not having everyone there to experience it, but it was also very made things easy to chop and change your plans. Uh, if we didn't feel like doing something anymore, it's just, okay, let's just go back to the resort and chill and we'll have dinner there instead. Or Whereas when you're with other people, you sort of have plans and commitments. And mm -hmm. Yeah, right. I mean, you're, so, not, yeah, you're not trying to please Both ways people. are good. Yeah, you're right. You're, I mean, you can be a lot more efficient with three than five or six. That's Yes. But I mean, totally. you do miss... I, <laughs> hundred percent get though. I'm sure like a lot of times you're just thinking, oh, but I wish they were here to see this. I get that all the time. Oh, oh and especially the, the fireworks. And the, yeah. I, I was, I was streaming it live and they were watching and I was crying and they were crying and yeah. <laughs> I've been there. I know. Cause like when I go down for, you know, races, yeah. I mean, they, yes. it's not so much anymore. Cause they, you know, they get to go a little bit more off, but they, my family's super excited cause they haven't been in a year, which is a long time for them. And, uh, so I'm excited, you know, uh, absence makes the heart grow fonder. So I'm, I'm finally, they're, yes. they're really talking about it. So, all right. So let's talk about on the 18th, you guys went to Hollywood studios, use genie plus. So let's just kind of talk about it. I mean, Genie Plus was it? Was it? I, I actually this question's coming up next week. I think uh, actually on this coming Wednesday. Somebody's asking about the use of Genie Plus at the studios. Is it a good value? Would you just use it? What did you think? I thought I thought it would have been. Um, that that was the only park we actually got it in, uh, mainly because we wanted to rope drop the Star Wars rides, and also really wanted to do all the Toy Story stuff. Um, but I think because we rope dropped, we got on those rides really easy. Mm -hmm. And then we got over and was able to do Toy Story Mania and mainly just needed the Genie Plus to do Slinky. Um, but we never ended up getting to do it because every time we booked it in, the ride would go down and then we'd miss our slot and then we'd book another one. And 
Been there. Bad uh, luck. And then we it used it on Tower of Terror. Oh, and Mickey's Runaway. So it's probably it it probably has the most amount of rides that you would use it on. I mean, apart from Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't find it was the value for us. So um, did, did, we'd got mo- being there so early, we'd got most of the things out of the way. Yeah, that, early on anyway. That's still my best advice to my guests over the Magic for Less, or just any you know friends that are going down is that. Genie Plus is a great tool if you're really trying to maximize your time and you, you you're willing to spend the money. Like I'm still one of those people I don't like to spend extra money. So hmm. I counter that with getting there at Rope Drop. And I still think Rope Drop beats Genie Plus. But Rope hmm. Drop with Genie Plus beats all. You know what I'm saying? Because that because that yeah. carry because you can stack and that carries it on throughout the entire day. But you can exactly. get so much done in those first three hours or so. If you rope drop, you're just ahead of everybody else who's not willing to get up. And so I'm glad to hear yeah. that's, that, you know, I, I still can't say that enough that if you're there before that park opens, you know, by 15, 20 minutes, it's such a benefit. It makes the whole, it just makes your whole day feel more relaxed. I feel, you know, it just feels like you're not oh, totally. chasing. Yeah. Just walking onto rise of the resistance. Like, you know, it was the first ride we did and, yeah, I mean, we had to walk through the long queue, but we just walked <laughs> There's it. There's a mile. Wasn't... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Now, you guys have Mama Melrose for lunch. What I love that. That's where we usually eat before the marathon on a Saturday night. What did you guys think? Okay. Oh, nice. It was beautiful. Never been there before. Didn't even know it really existed. Um, we had really wanted to um, do the sci-fi dine-in with the Fantasmic package, but it wasn't available. So I'm like, oh, let's try this one. And yeah, just a beautiful setting and the the food and the desserts and it was really nice. I don't think sci-fi exists. I can't get in. I haven't been in in five years. <laughs> yeah, I don't. It's I think impossible. It's, just, it's fake. It's it's all like the Truman Show. Like yeah, there's, it's, there's people. It's just a show. It's, it's just, just people. There's people, yeah, there's people milling outside. They're all just actors. It's not real. <laughs> I just keep telling myself that because I can't get an ADR. Okay, so you guys, you did the Fantasmic uh, dining package, and it's obviously you saw the show. And you got a little smiley guy next to Fantasmic, so it sounds like you like the show. Yes. Yeah, loved it. We had never, in the times we'd been there, seen that show at um, there or in Disneyland. So it was really nice to experience it and um, not have to do the whole lineup, just have your seats there ready. Do you okay? Here's the here's the million dollar question. But again, it's it's recency bias for me. Which one do you prefer? The one at Disneyland or besides besides the dragon or Maleficent burning down recently? Poor thing. Um, <laughs> that happened while we were there. <laughs> it did while you were there. Well, it, while we were in Disney World, we read oh, okay, we saying, read it on the news, okay, and we're I like, saying, hope that's you? not ours because okay, we're going tonight. <laughs> okay, good. But no, you've seen you've seen Fantasmic on the West Coast, right? At Disneyland. No, no, oh, so this was our first it. time seeing any okay. Fantasmic. So. Okay, so I was just wondering if you'd seen both. Yeah, because I, I like no. I love the one at Walt Disney World, but I like the intimacy of the one at Disneyland right there because you're like right up there, and there's also a big pirate ship, which is blows uh. my mind away. But yeah, the one at Disney World is very cool too. So it's it's more of a theatrical presentation, which is very cool. All right, next day, you guys go over to Epcot. So highlights from your Epcot day. Uh, I just loved all the, because the Flower and Garden show was on all the topiaries and food stalls and just walking around. We 
just coming in on the skyliner into that part of it it's just beautiful um and because we we rope dropped again and came in um straight into ratatouille uh that was that was fun had to close my eyes those uh, virtual rides tend to make me a little motion sick. Yep, I, I get that a little too because with my glasses on top of the big, because those are some serious oh. 3D glasses and my glasses are not thin either. So lots of magnification going on there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, so it was, a, it was a really cool ride, but yeah, I just, just I couldn't watch after a while. Um, so we did that one and thought, well, let's get over to test track before it gets any any busier. And yeah, we got over there and it was, it was down. <laughs> you guys are having some luck <laughs> between Slinky Dog, Slinky Dog, Sci-Fi and Test Track. They're all in collusion to, to mess you up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it's, at least it's not just me. It's, it's, uh, that makes me, yes, I mean, it happens it's, to everyone. it's terrible. Okay. Because I want to make sure we get the Guardians is obviously the big thing lately over at Epcot. So yes. it looks like you didn't do it, but, but your husband and your son did. Well, I got them a lightning lane because I wasn't quick enough in the morning to get the virtual queue. So I decided to buy them a lightning lane so they could both go on and try it and tell me Good <laughs> if call. I would like it because I was really worried. Um, and then, yeah, I, for some reason I trusted them and we um, was able to get a virtual queue at one o'clock to go back in the afternoon. I was determined to try it where um, big Marvel fans and Guardians probably, you know, would be up there with my favourite movies of the Marvels. So I was getting on it and it, it was fun, but I was like, okay, I've done it. Let's, I don't need to do it again. See, welcome to the club. Welcome to the club. That's, uh, hang on. There you go. Welcome to the club. Because, I, you know, I'm in the same pickle. Because I did it at the media event. We could have done it as many times as we wanted for six hours. And Pam oh, Forrester well. wouldn't do it once. Jeez. I was like, Pam, we're at this thing. We're supposed to ride this and tell everybody about it. She's like, I'm not going on it. That's why I brought you. I'm like, I don't want to do it either because the thing spins like crazy. So she's like, I'm like, I'll do it once because, you know, you were nice enough to bring me. So I did it once. She's like, you want to go again? I'm like, no. And, but here's the thing. Like, I'm bringing my, my girls, right, in July. And they want to mm -hmm. do it. So, of course, I'm going to do it once with them. Yes. But man, I really don't want to, you know, but I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to be the party pooper either. So uh, I'm already, it's not it's, that it's, bad. It's I a lot of it fun. It's a lot of fun. It it's just, it's the spinning. And I think I, I freaked out because that bit at the start where you go backwards and stop, we we're sitting there and nothing was happening. And my son was saying, this didn't happen last time. And I'm like, oh my God, what's happened? <laughs> Never believe yeah. your kids. <laughs> they lie. They told me this was going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, they told. Yeah, they told you. Oh, it's a piece of cake. No, if they say that, do not get on anything. I'd never. Yeah, it's I should have learned that after um, Millennium Falcon when yeah. they told me. Yeah, yeah, go on. You'll be right on this one. Mm, no, I was one of the drivers and had my eyes shut the whole time because I yeah. couldn't watch the screen. I was fine on, on Smuggler's Run. I was fine on that when I was the engineer or the gunner. When I was the pilot, it kind of made me dizzy. Because you're right, when, when yes. you're up in the front with all the screens, and plus Mallory was flying it, and it was, we were terrible. And the thing was just like, bang, yeah. bang, bang. I was like, just get me off this. I mean, I love Star Wars. I mean... It was my dream to fly the Millennium Falcon. And like 38 seconds yes. in, I'm like, okay, my dream has been crushed. 
let me out of this cockpit. Like, yeah. <laughs> good enough. I can say I've done it now. Exactly. I've, I've lived Han Solo's uh, life in uh, Chewbacca and I can get out and I'm good. <laughs> I'm fine. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Next day though, just kind of skip around here. So you guys kicked off the next day with a little breakfast over at Ale and Compass. That's kind of a hidden gem over there at Yacht Club. What'd you guys think? Oh, loved it. I heard you and Pam talking about it and went, right. We've got to try this. I loved how it had the little buffet section, and but then you also had your your meal. So um, had the bacon and blueberry pancakes with the side of bacon plus all the pastries from the buffet. <laughs> Getting ready for a cruise. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Getting in practice. <laughs> that's exactly what that is. But then, so then you guys headed over to the Magic Kingdom this day and did some uh, stuff over there. You got to ride Tron. So you were one of the very first yeah. to ride Tron. You were very early on. So what did you think of that one? And especially compare that to Guardians. Uh, it was probably, it's, it felt faster than Guardians, but not as, um, I probably handled that one better than Guardians because I didn't have all the, the spinning and up and down and it was over pretty quick. But uh, it was the same. Like, okay, I've done it now. I don't need to go back on that one. I could do that one, I think, more than once in a day because it's more of a, it's more of like a straightforward coaster. It is. A, yes. It's not spinny. It It's intense, but it's shorter. Guardians is long. Guardians is pretty deep. It's, it's a lot longer than Tron. And if yes, that thing would have been sure. 10 seconds longer, I'd have been dead. You know, it was just like, <laughs> please let me off it. <laughs> I was just glad. No, but I do like Tron. And plus it's more, I'm not, a, I'm not a big Marvel fan, but I am an eighties kid. So I knew Tron. So I was like, okay, cool. We're going through the grid. You know what? Real quick. One more dining experience over at Magic Kingdom. I want to talk about, and then we'll go on to the cruise. I want to talk about that. Cause I mm -hmm. might be going on the wish here in less than uh, like 45 days. Can't wait. Yeah, Skipper canteen. So we never talk about Skipper canteen. And when this restaurant came online, I thought this would be like the next BR guest or Cinderella's Royal table. Mm. We never talk about Skipper Canteen. Like, it's never brought up. It, what'd you guys think? Because it's kind of a hidden gem there in Adventureland. We, it's just there. It, yeah, it is. And I did, did know it existed. Um, exactly. I just stumbled across it doing some research and went, oh, wow, this sounds really fun. Like, you know, I like the, the sixth sense of humor on the, right. on the Jungle Cruise. <laughs> and, to carry that over to the restaurant we're like yeah well let's let's give this a try and it was sort of part of our theme that the whole aim of that day was to to go in late um have dinner and just experience everything at night so we're like okay hey, we'll do the jungle cruise then we're gonna go here for dinner and then go on to the rides so yeah it's the same kind of thing they they crack their dad jokes and um yeah, it's a bit of fun and all the the theming in there. Did you did you food. did you guys like the food? I mean, was it something that? I mean, it's, when I've gone there, I mean, of course, I've not got anything super fancy. I think that like tastes like chicken or something. It was just basic chicken. Mm. But I went mostly. I went just for the atmosphere because it was like eating. Yes. It was almost like eating in the queue of Jungle Cruise. You know, there's so much. To look yes, at exactly. To look. Yeah, <laughs> it was fun. It was a neat little place, but you just don't hear about it ever. Yeah, no, it's it's good. Definitely worth a try. All right. Time to talk for a few minutes about the wish. So just uh, in generalities, because Scott and I have both honestly tried to stay pretty spoiler free on the wish because we haven't sailed the yeah. ship yet. 
and you know we're, you don't get to have many first like experiences with Disney when you're doing a podcast and you you know you've gone as many times as we have and we haven't been on the ship but in generalities what did you think of of your Disney Cruise Line experience on the Wish going to the Bahamas or some highlights just the the ship in general just everything is beautiful everywhere you go from when you walk in to the restaurants like the dining experiences there were just i mean they always are on the disney cruises but these ones the the marvel dining and the uh, frozen one it was just yeah it was amazing <laughs> so and, and all the food there's so much food on there and the and the lounges like i just wanted to go sit in every lounge and have a drink and you just didn't have time to eat and eat everywhere and drink everywhere. <laughs> I know those cruises go so fast and it's, we're only on a four nighter and it's, uh, it's going it, to, we have over a hundred of our listeners sailing with us and it's just going to go, I mean, just in uh, the blink of an eye. Cause you're like always running into people and you just, you know, you want to sit down and talk and, you know, three hours later you're talking with just two people. And like, I wanted to talk to you and a whole bunch of other and all of a sudden the cruise is over. That, that's in, I mean, we've done yes. a seven night cruise and it happens like that. With, this is never long enough because you want to get around to talk to everybody for three hours and you just don't have enough nights <laughs> for that to happen. Um, let me ask you this though about the wish cruise. So what's something that you would tell somebody, you know, if you're going on the ship, don't miss doing this or going there. So, cause I mean, a, I guarantee you everybody that's sailing with us is listening to this podcast right now. So enlighten folks. What what should they not miss? Uh, definitely the uh, the ride at the top of the ship, the water slide. Um, we did it on the day we're at Castaway Key, so we hardly had to line up at all, which was good. Um, it was so much fun. And, and joyful sweets. It's definitely worth going in there we'd sort of avoided it because it's like well we're not going to pay for anything we don't have to pay for but the I hear <laughs> you see the selection of ice cream and and it was quite reasonable really so we, we bought our scoop and we we sat there and looked out over at castaway key eating our ice cream and it's just an experience being in there yeah it was a lot of fun i said the same thing about vanellope's i think it's on the fantasy or the dream i can't it's the ice cream candy store, yeah. you know, there on deck 11, I think it is on that ship. And I was the same thing. I'm like, man, I'm not going to pay for candy or ice cream. And I was like, it's like, <laughs> it's like three bucks, dude. This cruise cost nine. Yeah, this cruise just... was $9,000. Dude, it's $3. Get a scoop of chocolate and just shut up. You know, that's, I was having this <laughs> internal conversation with myself. Like, come yes. on, dude, get a $3 scoop of ice cream and just enjoy life. You paid nine grand for the cruise. <laughs> like you're fine. <laughs> get over yourself and it was the best ice cream you know it was great it was you know definitely it. It totally it was cheaper than dairy queen would have been down the street at home that night so uh, good to hear so the aqua mouse got to check it out um what yes. about you mentioned okay lounges are you guys are star wars fans possibly yes so yeah so we went into the star wars lounge had a drink in there um did that on day one not long after boarding while we're waiting for our room uh, that worked out well. There was hardly anyone in there because um, I've heard it can get quite busy yeah. and hard to get in. So we did that first up. Um, the Rose, that lounge is just, you know, it's just beautiful. 
and the way the seats are placed. So the seats are facing, so you look out over the ocean and just sitting there having a drink, you, you just have to pinch yourself. Ah. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait. I, can't, I love the ocean. Like, you know, for somebody that's from Missouri, which the ocean in any direction, the closest ocean is like a thousand miles from me. We are dead mm -hmm. in the center of our continent. But man, when I see the ocean, I just get happy. And so I love, my wife's not this way. She kind of gets a little spooked by being out there where you can't see land. But when I'm out there, I just love it. I just love hearing the water hit the ship, you know, especially at night when it's dark mm. and the moon and on the water. Oh, I can't, yes. you have me super excited. Uh, and that ship just looks It's gorgeous. like the Skyliner. You can just stare at it for hours. <laughs> oh, you have me so excited. I hope, I hope everybody sail with us is just pumped because we're going to have so much fun. All right, so oh, we'll, will. let's jump back into the rest of your Walt Disney World trip because it looks like we have about uh, 15 minutes left and then we got to okay. wrap because I know you're you're in the middle of your work day and we got to make sure we get this in, in here. But uh, you went to Caribbean Beach Post Cruise, which I like this idea. Keep the beach theme going. Actually, one of yes. our, I was making ground transportation uh, arrangements for one of our guests that's sailing with us on the Be Our Guest Podcast Cruise and they're doing Beach Club before the cruise in Caribbean Beach after the cruise, and oh. I see I didn't I didn't connect the dots, but when I called into Disney Cruise Line today, I said, "Well played, family. Well played." The beach <laughs> theme the entire time, and when so did the person at Disney Cruise Line said, "Ooh, this this Disney fan knows what's going on." So, the family up in Washington State that I'm talking about, you know who you are. Well played. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you guys go back to Caribbean Beach um, and checked in over there. Then you went to uh, Animal Kingdom that next day. So talk to us about that day. Yeah, we did end up, our plan was that, okay, that would be our Animal Kingdom day. We, we got in there, managed to get on um, Everest. And then we had a lunch booking over at um, Animal Kingdom Resort went to is it sana 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 i think yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that place um yeah really nice the butter chicken the naan bread definitely worth it um we'd never been over to that resort so our aim this trip was to see places and eat at places and drink at places that we hadn't seen in disney before so we went over to that resort and wandered around a bit and had lunch um and yeah, that resort is just beautiful. And sitting there having lunch, looking out, watching the giraffes walk past while you're eating butter chicken, like it's just great. That is that is a great place to go. I love going over because that's yeah. at Kidani Village. That's in the DVC portion, Sanaya's of of the Animal Kingdom Lodge and oh, great food, just a beautiful place. You can see the animals right there in the restaurant. If it's obviously yes. if it's daylight hours, mm -hmm. you can't see them if it's dark. But, oh, good food, good atmosphere. It's, I mean, it's so chill. And it, it's a good thing to combine with your Animal Kingdom Day, like you guys did. But it looks yes. like it looks like though things took a turn later in the day, though. First, first yes. the, the rains came, and then it looks like a little illness came, too. Yes. So we went back and managed to get on the safari. And then the plan was to, okay, let's we'll just line up and do these Pandora rides. But the rain hit, and it wasn't stopping oh. it was just pouring down we just it, you couldn't even shelter from it yeah unless you're inside the shops um and then both both the boys were you know i've got a headache i've got a sore throat you know man flu miserable 
It probably so just, we, at this point, you probably just kind of get exhausted, right? I mean, you guys have been going. Yeah, they, they, they could have been. I'd maybe <laughs> push them too I've been hard. there. I've been, <laughs> I, I can kind of see where this is going. I've been there. <laughs> yes. I guess I'm on a I'm on a Disney high, so nothing yeah. was bringing me down. <laughs> no, I've been there. <laughs> they didn't quite have the same passion as me. So, <laughs> yeah, so we decided to to call it. And because the, the next day was really a empty kind of day, it was... I'd planned to do a bit of a monorail crawl. Um, there wasn't a lot planned. It was a bit of a down day. So I went, okay, let's let's go back. Let's chill, have an early night, and I'll book Animal Kingdom tomorrow. We'll come back and get in early and and try again. So so that's what we did. We went back to the resort, had dinner, and then um, back into Animal Kingdom the next morning, fresh with coffee, uh, lined up for the river ride, and already the flight of passage had I think an 80 minute wait that, is, it, that goes so fast I'm, I'm glad i don't like that ride because of the line is always insane Oof. yes so i ended up um getting two lightning lanes so the boys could go on it because i just knew after the virtual rides i'd attempted that this was not going to be good for me we, I mean, we, I love we get along well because that's love, the same way yeah <laughs> Yeah, I loved being there, but I thought, no, this ride isn't going to work. I'm just going to shut my eyes. That's going to be a waste of money. Right. So, yeah, so the boys did that, said it was great. They said, oh, you would have loved it, but you would have been sick. So, that's <laughs> <laughs> not. You would have loved it, but you'd have been sick. No, I've done it a few times, and it is an amazing, it, it's an amazing ride, but I just can't do, sim mm. I, you know, star. I can't do Star Tours, and I love Star Wars. It just kills me. Yeah. I just can't do simulators. It's like in Universal, I can't do the Harry Potter ones. They're yeah. just, and I it's can't. just such a shame because they're, these sort of rides are just amazing what they do, but yeah. it's so realistic. <laughs> yeah, it's, but, oh, dang, I know, I'm terrible. Okay, so I want to make sure you get this. So you guys did some time the next day over at Disney Springs. I like this line that you put in your notes. <laughs> I love how some people put stuff in notes. Put the boys in the movies for three hours and shopped. I mean, it's like you, like you threw them in prison or something. <laughs> yeah, it's like, here's your popcorn. Here's your Coke. It's like daycare. <laughs> I love that, though. Because they know were what? still a bit oh, all kinds of people tired right now. and wanted to go back. They're, in their, they're on their phones right now, and they're like Google Keep or their Google Notes or whatever they have, their Apple Notes. Like, okay, put, put significant other and kids in movies. So I can go shop. <laughs> Next trip. That's so funny. Now, what, so what, did you have good good time over at Disney Springs? I did. I just I wandered the stores. I went to Joffrey's, got another coffee. Just took my time in the Disney store. Was obviously in there a bit too long because when I went in, I felt like I was getting sunburnt, and when I came out, the sky was black. <laughs> and I was like, oh, where did that come from? <laughs> Well, that, that's a sign. <laughs> yes. So I um, I remembered seeing umbrellas in the Joffrey store, so I bolted in that direction, splurged out and brought an umbrella, um, and then made it to the M&M store and pretty much took shelter there for the storm because you couldn't have come out. It was so heavy. The water was just piling up on the ground and there was just nowhere to go. So, yeah, spent my time sampling all the M&Ms and... I mean, Decided to, be, to, be, to be honest, you're going to have to wait out a rainstorm. The M&M store is not a bad place to get stuck. <laughs> yes, it, it was good. 
it could have been very dangerous because all the ones I liked were only over on the wall. Like you couldn't just buy a bag. You had to go buy it by. The power. And I thought if I go start scooping out M&Ms, we're going to have like 10 kilos of M&Ms in our luggage. (laughs) Totally. Yeah, that's right. That's true. I'd be like. Uh, I just spent $75 because I got stuck at a rainstorm at the M&M store, but <laughs> <Yes>. it's all good. <laughs> like, walk away from the wall. Yes, <laughs> I, just, I just ate my weight in peanut M&M's because uh, <laughs> I love those things. That's why I can't buy them. Okay, uh, I'll make sure we get through some of these. Other, I'm just going to skip ahead because we got just a few minutes left okay. and I want to hit some of these highlights. So you did the Keys to the Kingdom tour. I love that. Yes. I've done it twice. So what did you think? I think this is an amazing oh, experience, especially for we, folks like us. Oh, yeah. Loved it. So like seeing it from a different perspective and, you know, they were they were getting ready to go out and do the parade when we were backstage. Uh, so watching all that and just, you know, learning more of the, the history and the different things and then going in the underground, like that was that was really cool. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the utilidors yeah. are amazing. Like you, you yes. don't like. I had a picture in my head of what I thought they would be like, you know, before I went down there. Yeah, and it was totally not what I was expecting. Like it's, it's like <laughs> a city under there. I mean, it really is like a city underground. It's crazy. Yep. It's wild. You get lost. Things just go off in every direction, and people everywhere. And I mean, there was like that pin, like that little pin station. You know, like the pin trader window. Yes. I mean, like. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, this is crazy. It, it was wild. I was like, I'm nerding out under here. This is the coolest thing in the history of the world. You're know, like, yeah. Mickey Mouse walks under here. This is amazing. Um, okay, so you also did a dessert party that night for the fireworks. So what would you think of that? Yes, definitely. Definitely worth it. Um, just so much more relaxing than trying to nab a spot on Main Street and wait it out. And We just lined up early to much to my son's delight that we lined up for an hour and then got in and then it was still an hour and a half till the show started. <laughs> yeah. Didn't quite understand the, the whole purpose, but um, it was worth it. We had our seats right at the front, had our all-you-can-drink alcohol, all-you-can-eat dessert and the castle right in front of us. And it is the only thing I'd say is I would love to have then been there another night and watched it from Main Street because you can't see all the projections yep. and you can't see the projections down Main Street. But just to be able to sit there and relax and and watch it yeah. uh, was was totally worth it. It was it was beautiful. You de- you definitely feel spoiled, like when you're at one of those VIP parties oh. with the with the desserts and the drinks and stuff like that. But you're I mean that, I, I've never heard anybody bring up that point though that you do you can get a better overall perspective of the entire show if you're, if you're willing to sacrifice all that time and all the hassle, you know, of like yes, fighting everybody off for two hours, you know, for the perfect spot on main street or in the hub, you know, wherever you want to be, you know, by the partner statue, have you, whatever, but you're yes. right. You do sacrifice a little bit of the view as far as seeing the whole like projection show. But I mean, it's still pretty awesome because of the other spoils you get over there. Oh, yeah. And then you're you're sitting right there where Tinkerbell flies over yeah. at the end. Yeah. <laughs> so I just figure I'll rewatch it on YouTube where someone else filmed it from in front. Of <laughs> exactly. I'll catch it on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
That's a good point. Okay, one other thing I wanted to hit because we got to wrap it here shortly. But um, the next day, you guys you switched over to Riverside, and you guys went mm -hmm. back to to Epcot and did. Uh, it looks like guys did um, uh, Guardians again, did some other stuff. Yes. But you guys went to Space Two Twenty again. This one of those restaurants I thought we'd be talking about like every show because the question we got for years was when is Space Two Twenty going to open. Mm -hmm. And it never opened, never opened. And then it finally did. Then we, aren't, we never hear about it anymore. So what were your thoughts of going up the space elevator and the meal and the whole overall experience? What did you guys think? Oh, it was it was very cool. We, um, we booked the lounge area because I had read the menu, which was very expensive, uh, mm -hmm. especially when we start converting it back to our dollars. Um, and I couldn't see that there was a lot on there that we would have really liked anyway. So we decided we would just do the lounge and then that way if we didn't want to spend a lot, we didn't have to, but we could still go up there and experience it. Um, yeah, the, the going up, it's, yeah, it's an experience. It's very clever what they've done. Uh, it was a very, very hard ADR to get. Mm -hmm. um, I have to give a shout out to Kelsey. <laughs> the yes. magic for less because Kelsey's awesome. She, um, <laughs> oh, she is. She she got on there and got all my impossible things that I couldn't get. It helps to have somebody in the states when you're on the other side of the world. It does. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. It does for sure. And yeah, I don't think anyone else understands that when I'm you know getting excited about time to book the ADRs and then I've got my agent on the other side of the world nabbing them and getting excited with you know what I've managed to book. Um, yeah, I don't think anybody else really gets that here. <laughs> it was, yes, and I, when she got that booking, it was pretty exciting. <laughs> virtual high five for Kelsey. There you go. Awesome, Kelsey. Uh, so, but, yes, high so five Kelsey. I, I'm glad that you guys got to go there and had the good experience with Space 220 because like, we never, you know, hardly hear about it. What, was it, because I mean, you probably had an idea of what it was going to be like, but was the show, was the, mm -hmm. the atmosphere what you're hoping for and, and the food after you, oh, you know, got up yes. there? Yes. And I could have sworn we were moving, but that could just be me and my. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, I hope you weren't because that is a bill. I've seen the building. <laughs> I don't think yes. it's really, uh, I'm, we were, I'm we're sitting there and I'm like, are we, yeah. are we moving or is it the screen? No, yeah, I'm and pretty like, sure because I've run past in quite moving. a few races. That building sits still. <laughs> I don't yes. think you did. We're not moving. <laughs> No, yeah. But it gave me. It just shows you. It gives you that feeling that yeah, you really went up into space and you're floating. That's a good point. Now speaking of that though, because we usually don't talk about like post trip or rides home, but you were going a long way. You had a long way to go home, yes. and we're gonna wrap here. But um, you guys had quite the challenging trip back to back to Australia. So give us just a few. It wasn't it wasn't the most pleasant ride home? So you guys had some turbulence. You had deals with luggage i mean just tell everybody yes, about it. i mean because it's bad enough going back to reality are, when you got to take a two-hour flight home back to st louis i'm depressed when i get home like oh man it's yes. over but what was it like for you guys this was yes this was very depressing um we when we finally got to port orleans we i had an email from the airline telling us that uh due to significant weather events they were advising that we didn't fly through dallas so they were giving us the option to change our flight and go somewhere else. 
Um, the problem was because I hadn't booked direct with them, I had to go back through my agent in Australia and try and get everything changed. So it took a bit, but we finally got it done because I thought, well, I'm not taking any risks. Um, we were caught out once before, um, which caused a lot of <laughs> on-flow effects. And even with, we can laugh about it now and have a great story to tell, well, I wasn't going to risk, you know, there's no need to relive that. Yeah. So I decided, yep, let's not take any risks. Let's do what they say. So they rerouted us via Miami. So, which meant um, it was a bit earlier. So the transfer picked us up at eight o'clock. We had a 12 o'clock flight down to Miami and that was okay. But then when we got on the plane at Miami, we got onto the tarmac, almost ready to take off. And they said, we can't fly into this weather. We're going to sit here for half an hour. Uh, that turned into an hour, hour and a half. We were there for quite a while. Oh. <laughs> finally took off. And then I'm looking at the screen when they finally put up your arrival time. And it's, wow, we've got 20 minutes from when we land till where we need to board. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> See, I'm only, this, this is how little so, I know about any of this. I've only connected one time in my life. I've only <laughs> had direct flights every other time. One time. And I thought that was like, I was like, thought I was on the amazing race or something. I was like, Ooh, I'm so lonely. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> how we felt. Oh my gosh. My heart's like beating out of my chest right now for you. Cause you got to go. Oh, I was a in a way. panic because I'm like, if we, I knew we had to change terminals and I knew there was tunnels that connected some of the terminals, but I'm like, if I take a wrong turn and we end up outside, yep. we're going to have to come back through security. There is no way we're going to make our connecting flight home. Um, and then it wasn't a very pleasant flight. They said they couldn't do the drink service or anything because of the turbulence. Um, they expected it to last an hour. It probably went on for two hours. So that was not a very nice flight. Um, and then we were sitting right at the back of the plane and we're like, how are we going to get off in time? Yeah, it's, so, they should almost make but, an announcement like people who have tight connections let them go. You know? Yes. And that's what the airline did. Yeah. They announced that. So we're like, right, we're up. And we're basically going connecting flight, connecting flight, pushing <laughs> our way through, trying to get High off five the plane. everybody on the way out. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and then it was a bit of a mad run, really, um, trying to, I'd studied the maps on the plane going, okay, I think I know where to go. Um, and then all of a sudden there was these people behind us saying, oh, were you trying to get over to Tom Bradley? And we're like, yes. And they're like, oh, good, we'll follow you. And I'm like, well, don't really know what I'm doing, but okay. So <laughs> that's, great. Whole... <laughs> that's great. I'm like, okay, let's go. I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> let's, at least we're all together. So anyway, so we get over there and, um, yeah, they hadn't even boarded yet because they were held up. <laughs> You're like, just, just uh, you know, right. lost four hours of my life stressing out. But yeah, the plane's just yeah. sitting there. <laughs> the plane's not even arrived yet because of weather or something. You know, yeah, yeah. That, that's totally my story. Like, why was I even worried? I didn't uh, even consider that could yeah. happen. I thought it was only weather with my one plane. Yeah, totally. That's me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so did it get better after so that? that was quickly. Uh, yeah, we, we didn't have much time. We quickly grabbed a packet of chips and a drink. And then they were, were boarding us. Um, so we hadn't really eaten, um, and then my son wasn't feeling well. So yeah, it wasn't a very pleasant, um, takeoff. <laughs> I'll put it that way. Mm -hmm. And then, so we just got motion sickness tablets into us and knocked ourselves out basically. I think because we'd gone from such, that long flight and then straight onto another one, we were glad to get home. I can imagine. And then, then 
we got home and our luggage wasn't there, but we were not surprised. We said our luggage couldn't run as fast as us. There's no way it could have got off the plane. Your luggage could have been it's your luggage fine. could have been in Korea or like like, <laughs> like Sudan or you know, Turkey or something. Who knows at that point? Like you're just like, I'm just going yeah, to be home. I don't just, care. Yeah, you don't really care. You're just like, okay, that's fine. Just, you know, just don't lose my Disney souvenirs. Yeah, oh, yeah. You worked hard. For, I forgot about that. Or you worked hard for all those souvenirs. Yeah, don't lose my stuff. <laughs> yes, it's like, do not lose them. <laughs> yeah, as long as, yeah, you can lose my dirty clothes. Don't lose my souvenirs. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, so when they rang today, just the next day to say they had located two of our cases, I'm like, okay, what color? That's <laughs> like, so <laughs> I'd be worried about my running shoes if it was race weekend and my souvenirs. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, we have my dirty clothes. I don't care. I can, I can go get new ones. Oh my gosh. Well, this has been so much fun and it, it it's so, it's yeah. still like, I, I, you know, I, I told Sandra last week that it's amazing that we have technology where we can talk literally in real time around the world about this, oh, but definitely. more importantly that we can, you know, have this kind of friendship over Disney and get to be friends, even though we never met in person. I hope that happens sometime. We get to meet down at Walt Disney World or a Disney Park yes. or on a cruise. One but day. it's 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 we'll so back. amazing. You sent me that care package from Australia, and it was the greatest thing. Our family opened it together and talked about stuff and researched stuff. And I got the little koala bear sitting here in the studio. That that's oh, from Melissa. Every if you ever time see I it see here. that, it makes me smile. Yeah, right there by the on air sign here in the studio, which it's just awesome straight from Australia. So Mel, thanks for coming on the show and you know, tell everybody in the family, I said, hello, and just thanks for taking the time. And it, it just means so much. I have a friend down in Australia. It's been a great show. No, oh, thank you so much. All right. Well, don't forget today's podcast always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to help you plan your next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip. Just swing by the website over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. It's at beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you to our Patreon supporters. They get the bonus show. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you. Come on over to patreon.com slash podcast. Join Scott and I on Sunday night. 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. We'll be opening up the phone lines and you can be a part of the show. We'll be taking your phone calls and talking Disney. All the news of the week, anything you want to talk about. Mini trip reports, that's game two. Give us a call Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central for the BOGP open line on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. And uh, give me a follow on the social media at Mike, Instagram, and Twitter as well. We'd love to talk to you this week. All right. Time to get out of here and let you get on with your week. Thanks so much for kicking the week off with us. We hope you have an amazing week. Let's make it productive. Let's make it fun and uh, make somebody's day today. How about let's all do that? So for Melissa down in Australia, I'm Mike here in Missouri. You guys have a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.